0: When someone has gold, you can see gold chains on them. Yes. You can see gold. Yes. You can't see, like, the Bitcoin. And I think that people that become rich, eventually, like, really rich off of Bitcoin, like, they're going to want a way to, like, be a little flashy about it. I get it. So they should at least have, like, something that they could put on display, an I'll avatar. Tell them. I just want to work this I'll from. i tell Mr. Bitcoin. Uh, please, uh, Mr. Yeah. Satoshi Akamakamoto, whatever yeah. his name Akamaka. is. Akamaka's. Welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. And my name,
1: and my name is Stephen, Stephen Paul. Stephen Paul. Green tea, Take green, your fucking green, time, green,
0: Jesus.
1: No, no, no. I was oh, doing, it's an announcement? I was building into it.
0: Oh. Oh, cool.
1: And maybe we can add a, an echoing effect to have my back so I don't sound like an idiot, please. Yeah. Thank you. We wouldn't want Perfect. him to got ever the,
0: sound like an idiot. Got the thumbs
1: up. That's going to sound sick.
0: Dude, I, like, didn't have time to do my hair today or my makeup. And then I was, like, all rushing and trying to, like, do makeup in the car while you were driving. And I was like, man, remember when this podcast wasn't even supposed to have video and none of this would have mattered? And we used to come all just looking all beat and it didn't even matter because, like, the halogen lights would make us look, like, all shadow-faced anyway. That's true. And why do we have to get such a nice setup now and have videos? And if you're watching on YouTube... You know what I'm talking about. And if you're not, you know, I look gorgeous today, so.
1: You know what's funny, though, about our setup is that it's a white-label setup.
0: What's <laughs> a white-label setup? It's, like, it's interchangeable. Oh, you, could, you can yeah, change you all change the it.
1: graphics out. Everyone has their show in here now. I like, we were the first show in yeah, here. Yeah, we were the
0: first show. I like to take that. Not pride that anyone that. gives a shit people weren't even going to do youtube videos and we decided yeah. like that would be cool because people were like hey how come you don't do it and we're like you know what? you're right let's put the youtube video people portion up too people at this
1: place weren't going to do it everyone else was doing it but yeah, yeah. we were the new, first ones oh, to yeah, do no, it I'm at, not, in this building i don't
0: claim to start <laughs> <laughs> podcast youtube videos no but yeah here Just at to be studio very 71 our partners what yeah we were we were trailblazing okay
1: yeah we 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 still are.
0: anyway um, White I, didn't, label setup. I didn't have time because I was on the freaking phone with like a mortgage lender all day. And that stuff just kind of freaks me out. Yeah. Cause like when we got our house, I was really like, I can't believe all that worked. Like I just didn't want to touch it or like question anything because yeah. I was like, I'm scared they'll take it back.
1: <laughs> I know, man. And
0: now it's been a year and a half and, um, I'm like, let me check out this refinancing thing. I'm cocky and, now. Yeah. I'm kind of cocky. And like, they found something that like. They hadn't found before, and they're like, oh, you might owe money, actually. I'm like, no, fuck. Oh, fuck, this is not scared us. (laughs)
1: Because Nikki inquired, we now may owe money.
0: Yeah, I inquired about saving money. (laughs) They found something that makes us so, like, we might owe money because- Whatever. I don't want to talk about it. This but is why
1: you just keep keep your situation, folks. Don't try to reach for the dream, okay?
0: Yeah, exactly. Stop trying. Yeah,
1: don't Stop worry about it. Stop trying to get it. farther
0: in life. No. Just be okay with where don't you're. Progress.
1: At. Don't progress. Just stay Stagnant. It's actually pretty great. Get
0: complacent, please. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I was just like already frustrated during the week because I didn't get like my videos up, and I had like have terrible time management, and I was like, we should do an episode on time management. We should. Or like mortgage stuff, that sounds kind of boring, but like uh, time management for sure. And then I was thinking, what if, because sometimes when we do episodes on a topic, a bunch of people write in comments after the episode releases and they have the best advice. So I was like, what if I tell you beforehand, hey, give us your best advice and tips on time management Send them to podcast at nikki.limo, Same place you send the questions uh, mm-hmm. for the Q and A's to, and we'll we'll read the best advice on that episode.
1: And it's a great place to send all your spams too. If you got some good don't spams, don't do that. Well, if they got the, if they got good spams. Nate's
0: gonna have to sift through all of that.
1: Well, he's a good guy, and he re- he really <laughs> loves give a good Nate deal. more work. He loves a good deal. That's <laughs> what I hear.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. That's just something like I've been going through the past couple of weeks, and I was like, hey, we should do an episode, but also. Give us your advice on it.
1: Yeah, but that's really good.
0: This week's episode is going to be a follow-up of crypt- about cryptocurrency. By popular demand. Because we've done an episode on cryptocurrency yes. a year or so ago. was a ago? long time ago. Over a year ago. And Bitcoin and,
1: was like, I think, 5,000 then or some shit.
0: And has the world changed at all? Quite a bit. I don't follow it, the but I know you do. The landscape is shifting, my dear. So...
1: Is shifting.
0: Inform us, Stephen. I will yes. play the role of someone who doesn't know Perfect. fuck all about Perfect. it.
1: Perfect. I'm going to treat it like I haven't even done the other episode either, because I because dude, anytime you you're talking crypto, shit changes by the hour. Right. So, like stocks. Exactly. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the landscape as it exists now, and not as as it existed when. Ooh. Thank you.
0: Get your fancy pants on. And get ready to listen. That's right. Okay. Go ahead. For- Do you have a question? no i don't have any questions you don't have any questions Will about you give me some uh, give me some information and then i'll have questions because i always have questions after the information's given
1: so currently so main, the main problem right now with crypto is that it's still so speculative driven that really all anyone gives really a shit about is the price of things which is is interesting and it's very fun to track when things are going well but honestly, that's not what's happening. Like under the hood, like a lot of the, the current advances in crypto, uh, as far as adoption goes, like it being used, like in many places, many more places than it was even this time last year. Yeah, and all the different applications that you can use it for. It's pretty incredible stuff.
0: So they've they've come up with even more applications you can use it for.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, there's more use cases because there's more projects and there's more people building on it, and so there's a lot more applications that are out there that yeah. that didn't exist before. And um, even I mean, I, I talked about it briefly there's one called Maker uh, Maker Die, or some people call it well, it's DAO, but it's Maker Die is the the token, the stable token that goes with it. And basically, right now, without getting permission from a bank or anything. You can get a loan through Ethereum by placing um, collateral with this this token called called Dai, and um, you will receive the benefit, like the, the like when it goes up, like mm-hmm. you receive a benefit, and if it goes down, your collateral is what it's they like use the to pay for it. Oh, so like if you wanted this speculative trade or something like that, mm-hmm. which I don't recommend personally. But but it's just a, a, one of the applications that you can do with it. You can you can get a loan through Ethereum right now, use it for whatever the fuck you want, right? Some people use it to trade with, so they can try to make more money with it. But if you if um, Ethereum goes down to a certain price point while you're lo- on loan, you're gonna lose what you collateralized the loan with. This all sounds
0: like Greek to me. Okay, so uh, so, so let's, what, say what's okay. let's say I'm starting out. Let's say I'm 100 percent starting out, and I'm like. Okay, I have ten thousand dollars. Yes. So, what do you mean by getting a loan through Ethereum? Does that mean I put a down payment down and then they give me a certain amount of Ethereum that's equal to like I don't know four hundred thousand or whatever? So right
1: now, there's a uh, I think it's two percent of all Ethereum is locked up into what's called uh, MakerDAO smart contracts, and those are are being collateralized as debt that people are basically taking on so that they can get a loan through Maker. Okay. And and they can use that money for whatever the fuck they want. Some people are, are legit doing that to, like, pay for bills and shit. Like, it just depends, And right? the
0: collateral is dollar bills?
1: The collateral is Ethereum. Oh. So you turned your $10,000 $10, into Ethereum, which you are now um, locking into a smart contract, and they are giving you a certain amount of DAI in return for that Ethereum, so they give you $10,000 worth, say, right? mm And then you can um, you can use that die as a loan, and you can still get your um, Ethereum back Uh at the end of it, right?
0: Uh huh. Okay.
1: Pretty fucking interesting shit. Because you don't have to go to a bank. You don't have to sit with a teller. You don't have to. They don't have to run your finances, do all that shit. You're doing that yourself um, without anyone's permission, and that's what's so cool about. Smart contracts and so blockchain. they don't do blockchain. credit
0: checks. They don't do any nothing, of that.
1: Nothing. Okay. It's all, there's no banks involved. That's what's hmm. so cool about all this shit. You just, you, you are using like a, a browser and you're securing a loan for yourself.
0: I see. For whatever
1: you want to do with it. So
0: let's say I have $10,000 worth of Ethereum. Yes. And then I want – so I can use that to get a loan for like $100,000 or something like that for through DAI?
1: You, yeah. I mean not not necessarily $100,000 it there's the percentages are dependent. So you can't just say like, well, I'm putting up ten thousand but I'm I want a hundred thousand. Mm. Right? It it all it's all dependent on whatever you're putting in. And I don't have that in front of me right now. I see. But the point is is that you could get a loan for that. You could get a loan for your ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars and then you could potentially get your ten thousand dollars back if if you know you don't do anything stupid. Yeah. Which is what a lot of people are choosing to do right now.
0: Well, that's really cool. Pretty interesting shit, mm-hmm.
1: and and, that, and that's that's really don't don't get locked down in the details. What's yeah. really interesting about it is that you don't have to get someone's permission to get a loan right now. And this is just the beginning. Like you're going to be able to. There's applications out there that are people are working on where you won't have to have a middleman when you're closing a your real estate deal. Huh? Like you'll just use Ethereum, mm-hmm. like a smart contract, and then once you pay X amount, the smart contract releases the deed. To your place, to whoever the end user is.
0: So, if there's no middleman, who who are you talking to? Just a computer, and then uh, and the owner. I well, think? there's
1: no middleman as far as like there's not someone getting a cut of it. Like, I see. Like you're, you would have put it up on a. There's applications being built, right? So mm-hmm. there's many different ones. So, um, but the point being is that you could go to a like a site, say mm-hmm. like a almost like a website. And you're but you're using like probably an app and you can see all the properties that are listed there, and you would be doing the deal through the app, not with a real estate person.
0: I see.
1: Which, you know, you don't have to pay the closing costs and all bullshit, like to to somebody. You're all that's like baked into the cake. Huh. It's pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Permissionless, like removing the middleman, like I can order something online and I and I um, have it sent to me and, and it's almost like the same thing as that but without having to have like the you know the 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 big box store mm-hmm. which is what amazon's really about right right it's about removing the big box store and just getting the product right to you that's sort of how the economy is going to get opened up by blockchain with with all the different things that are out there
0: with like everything
1: yeah it's really just about um uh, money is the only thing that really hasn't been updated. If you look like, since the re- dawn of the internet, mm-hmm. everything changed. Right, you get Uber, like you, you get uh, eBay, all like Amazon, all that stuff changed everything else. Right, all those big brick and mortar stores are pretty fucked. Malls are fucked. Like a lot has changed because of technology, except for money. Money really hasn't changed that much. Right, like you you still go to a bank to get a loan. You still um uh. Got to get a loan to get an auto. I'd say it's much more electronic
0: car. now. And yes. um, also it's not backed by gold. It's not backed <laughs> by gold, right? So yeah, yeah. The, I'm
1: talking about the financial system, really. Yeah, I mean, yes, the way you that can money swipe operates. a card, but you've been able to do that for 30 years yeah, or more. More. Right? So it's it's none of that has really changed. It's just about that a lot of people have been desensitized to spending because they're not spending actual dollars in their hands. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that out there um but there's not a lot of revolution as far as the financial system goes which is what a lot of this is about.
0: So um I have a lot of questions but uh one is how do you feasibly see this being integrated into today's current society when a lot of people just can't even understand it.
1: Yeah, so um a lot of the things that are going on right now you're not going to be able to you're not going to need to understand it. You don't need to understand how the internet works to use the internet. Right. And even a lot of these um I don't know email like a lot of the applications we use we have no idea how they work like nobody knows how iTunes works they just fucking do it and actually iTunes is the worst thing I've ever seen now. But
0: so are you you're saying that uh, the like the user interface like the, us the consumer mm-hmm. that is using the technology won't even really know that that's the technology being used it's just going to help the things that we're already doing in our normal day to day life run operate smoother exactly that's what... yeah with okay. and
1: with and per, with permissionless yeah. being the key You don't to get, to get approved. Yeah. You
0: don't need a certain credit score.
1: Nope. Um, and it's about bringing a, a lot of people who are out of the economy into the economy, right? Like third world countries. A lot of people in Venezuela are using Bitcoin right now, for example, because their their dollar got fucked by inflation. Yeah. And so they use Bitcoin just to buy food and things because they, they can count on it. Right. right? They, they, there's only a certain amount bitcoin has a value and people transact with that value with each other and they do it without any government permission so they don't have the government of venezuela or anybody saying like well i want to be involved in this transaction or you're not allowed to do this or whatever yeah they're just doing it on their own uh which is which has empowered a lot of people in those countries to uh have more control where they felt they had very little through their banking systems. Hmm.
0: Um, so how do taxes work on that? Is it just when you cash out into a, a monetary amount that they
1: tax on it? Depends you on the country or... right now. There's a lot of new regulations that are being written about that stuff because it's all been the Wild West for so long. Um, I know even in the United States, there's a lot of new regulation rolling out. Like I think in New York particularly, they, they started pretty harshly. So yeah. a lot of the crypto space was really damaged by that they they had a lot of problems um in the beginning because they kept on getting smacked down with all kinds of regulatory fines and things so they a lot of people moved out of new york for that uh, but but regulate you know regulation is not a bad thing it's just mm-hmm. it's just about who are the regulators and do they understand what they're doing right because that was the problem is a lot of the regulators they didn't even understand the, what they were regulating so right. they're just like coming up with rules and everyone's going why why are you doing this um, and then, actually, one of those guys. There's a great documentary about it called "The Rise and Rise of Bitcoin." You can check out things on Netflix. But one of the guys, he was he was actually
0: he wrote a legislation that no one else could understand, and then he and then
1: he became the person to oversee the, it
0: that you hired to try to understand. Exactly, it. <laughs> yeah. he was
1: the person to oversee the the forming of those relationships between business and government. Like he basically quit his job in government and became that person. Mm. It's just fucking incredible. <laughs> but that's the kind of bullshit that they were dealing with, right? right? Like somebody who doesn't know anything comes in, they create a new rule book, and then they tell you how to read it. So that's that that that's been frustrating for a lot of people in the crypto space because crypto is very misunderstood. Right. And it's very, and it's very shit on. Like, yeah, you
0: get a lot of people that are like, okay, okay cryptocurrency.
1: Yeah, it lets people buy drugs. I'm like, dude, what do you think? When you when you see a fucking FBI raid of a drug den of El Chapo or whatever, what do they always find? Pallets and pallets of cash. Cash, But nobody's ever like, we're using cash for drugs. Nobody fucking does that, right?
0: I suspect people that have lots of cash. I'm like, where the fuck do you get all that cash, huh? Yeah, right. Like, why do you have it? Why why don't you have it in like a bank account? And like, I'm a stripper. What's going
1: on? And you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. when
0: I was a waitress, it was like that. I had like my whole rent in cash, and then I would. deposit it right before rent was due so I could write a check but like it was all saved up in cash
1: now what if you were that waitress right and you have family say in the Philippines okay and you leave work you got a, hand, you got a bunch of cash and you're sending money to your grandma in the Philippines you could in this crypto landscape that I'm trying to help people understand mm-hmm. you could take it, that money to a 7-Eleven they will scan a barcode on your phone showing that they got your money and then they are now um, giving you digital funds, like through Bitcoin, Ethereum, whatever. And you can instantly transact that money to your grandmother in the Philippines without Western Union taking 20% or whatever bullshit fee. Those guys are fucked. Those guys are the next to go down. And I think I think there will be a huge hurrah from the fucking world, especially in third world, yeah. be- because they get destroyed in fees. Mm-hmm. through Western Union and all that stuff. A lot of people send remittance pay- payments to home in like Mexico or whatever. They get killed by all these fees. And so they're not going to have to have anyone's permission. They're not going to have to pay some bullshit Western Union fee. They're just going to be able to send it right to whoever they're sending it to.
0: Do you think that uh, – well, I'm sure this is happening already. I don't follow a lot of the news, so um, mm-hmm. I'm coming at you as someone that doesn't know anything. Wonderful. Um so, are banks and financial institutions kind of freaking out then, or do they think it's not a big deal yet?
1: I think that they, they were freaking out about it, but I think that now they're sort of playing ball.
0: Yeah, like if you can't beat them, join them. Exactly. I
1: see. I mean, honestly, like that's sort of just what happened, right? Like I think a lot of the banking institutions have started to buy Bitcoin. I know, um, uh, Jamie Dimon, who is part of, um, fucking jeffrey morgan mm-hmm. or jp morgan chase he was shitting all over bitcoin and then they bought a fuck ton of bitcoin like within a month right so like they heard about they that. fudded bitcoin and then they fucking bought it after driving the price down you know what i mean like like mm-hmm. the banks are playing ball now it, i see uh, um that doesn't excite me by the way as a crypto guy i don't like i don't like the banks i don't like the way that they um that yeah. they do things now where they could just print money infinitely uh, using the Federal Reserve, and we all just have to say okay forever. Yeah. like I really dig the idea of the Satoshi White Paper, which is Satoshi Nakamoto. He's a creator of Bitcoin. He basically was like, what if we had like a fully permissionless financial system with, with an actual finite currency that cannot be reprinted? Yeah. Which you cannot print more Bitcoin. You can create different coins using the same code, but you cannot have like, you cannot create more Bitcoin.
0: Okay, that's another thing I have a question about. Like, how come there's so many different coins? Like, why why are there all these coins? Why can't there just be, like, three coins?
1: So, in the crypto space, there's a lot of, I mean, talk to, like, we've been watching Silicon Valley, right? Yeah. We watched a whole episode where Thomas Middleditch's character hates people who use spaces to code. He likes people who use tabs, Yeah, right? There's a lot of that kind of infighting in the crypto sphere. I see. People who believe in doing something with small variances. So, like, there's, you know, Bitcoin, regular Bitcoin. There's Bitcoin. Satoshi's vision is one of the bullshit coins, shit coin out there, uh, which is basically this guy named Craig Wright, who claims to be Satoshi Nakamoto, but he cannot prove it. Um, he. Created his own version of Bitcoin and he says he's going to do things. He wants to do things differently with block sizes because you can only mine a certain amount of Bitcoin a day and people want to increase block sizes. People want to shrink block sizes. So they splinter off Bitcoin and what they did, they do what's called a fork mm. and then they're able to develop their own version of Bitcoin and they usually rebrand it, retitle it. There's another one called uh, Bitcoin Gold, there's another one called Bitcoin. Um, uh, fuck is it called it's like the third one it's um it's bitcoin ethereum bitcoin cash Uh, yeah it's just another one of the another version of bitcoin where people are like we want to have small larger block sizes so that miners are more rewarded
0: i see um so in the end like uh where it's going do you see it coming down to like one or two coins or is it or is more uh, diversity in coins a good thing
1: It depends on the projects i think there's a lot of projects out there that are going to go nowhere and ultimately be dead ends right like there's only so much resources for certain companies um, who are building on blockchain right now and a lot of those guys burn through their cash and they don't deliver a product and then they just sort of go by the wayside Mm. right so i think that a lot of coins that exist right now because there's like five thousand of them or more um yeah you'll never see or hear from them again but i think the top like in the top like 50, there's some pretty interesting things. And there's there's stuff also like that have just opened and shit, like that are just getting going. And do different
0: coins do different tech or is it...
1: Different applications. Okay. So like uh, Ethereum is different than Bitcoin. Like mm-hmm. Ethereum...
0: I think that's uh, what I'm confused by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: Ethereum, they, they, they do what's called smart contracts, which is really just about... Um, like when you mine a bitcoin right like you're using a certain amount of resources to um mine a block and then you're rewarded for your the power that you used and for your for the resources that you expended for that right ethereum does a similar thing like exactly the same kind of thing when it comes to mining but when it comes to what they're what people are doing with ethereum it's just it's just a different thing it's like there's there's smart contracts and bitcoin now has some smart contract applications so a lot of them share good ideas but it's just the idea of having a permissionless like um ability for me and you to make a deal with each other and uh and we don't need a middleman to make sure that everything went through and then a lot of that's still being built right now um because a lot of it's not done um but it's gonna start rolling out at the end of the year which is gonna get interesting
0: so what do you predict will happen
1: um i think that i think that the way that it is right now is uh, like as far as Bitcoin is the leader uh, with Ethereum coming up behind it and then several other coins is kind of how it's going to be for a while. But I think that if the Ethereum landscape has already uh, usurped Bitcoin as far as the amount of applications being run on it and the amount of um, people who, who use it. Like I, I think that there's just more. There's going to be way more there. In the future
0: so there's a lot of comparisons of uh bitcoin and um cryptocurrency to the stock market
1: mm-hmm.
0: what are is i mean is that an accurate analogy or are there what are the big differences
1: well when you um buy a stock yeah with a company that's that's more um
0: you're investing in that company
1: yeah you're investing in the company and with crypto you're you're not getting any piece of the company you're getting um, you're getting a piece of the application of their idea. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like one of the coins that that I have is called OmiseGo, and when they're ready, and I've talked about this before, but when they're ready, the idea is that you'll be able to stake your your OmiseGo on their network, and you will get paid to um, for them to use your coins to to secure transactions on their on their network. Hmm. So they're building a fully permissionless network that allows, like, an open financial system anywhere in the world through your phone, and um, they like. So if Nikki wants to send money to Steve, um, the 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 ability for your money to reach me will be confirmed by the coins that I collateralized on their network. If that makes sense,
0: I see. Yeah. So you had to use, uh, yeah. So you use omisigo coins to collateralize
1: exactly so i will have Omisego coins that are doing work for me almost like how
0: when you uh is it similar to when you put your money in a bank and then they use that money to give people loans exactly
1: it's very similar to that except it it, it, well and the idea of it but what's actually happening is is basically like it's basically like i i'm getting mining rewards but instead of it being that I mind a thing. I actually just let you use my coins to secure transactions.
0: Right. So in the loan banking analogy, it'd be like you getting interest in your checking account. Like the totally. bank pays the you interest idea. because yes. they used your money to yes. give other people loans. And
1: that's why the argument is being made in the Ethereum community that Ethereum is not a security, which I think was actually just confirmed mm. by the Fed uh, by the uh, SEC, because because you're actually doing work. Like, wh- like, your computer is sitting there, it's usually tethered to some um, uh, virtual private server, yeah. and you're actually doing work to confirm transactions. Or you will be.
0: Your is a slave. That's right. You're not a slave.
1: That's exactly right. Your computer's your bitch. You tether and your
0: computer th- to a server, and yep. it works for you. Exactly, and that's where <laughs>
1: everything's going. I'm telling you what, that's where everything's going.
0: Dang, the AIs are really gonna destroy us.
1: Yes, for sure. <laughs> and there's another project called Gollum I've, that I've mentioned before, but the same idea, right? Your your computer will literally work for you, and it will allow um people to to uh render things, like so. So all the power that you have, you have your computer on at home right now. You'll be able to render all kinds of different shit using your your idle computer right now hmm. instead of it ha- it's just chilling there. It's actually working while you're away, and you get paid in tokens the same way that that I mentioned Omise ago, you'd get paid in whatever tokens of whatever currency you want in the world.
0: You think there'll be like mandatory computer break regulations where like your computer has to take a break? I sure hope not. In California, probably in California. Definitely in California or France. <laughs> uh, in New York.
1: In New York. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, I sure hope not. I will be fighting against all robot rights <laughs> as hard as I can. They don't deserve it. I mean, That's like right. we created them, right? Yes. So,
0: I mean, I didn't, but someone smart did. Same. Yeah. I didn't create. I'm part of that human race. I'm just
1: one of the dumb people who opened a box and plugged it in. Same, but I should get a lot of credit. Well, I
0: paid some money for that. Me too. Box, and I think I deserve. I contributed to that. So do I. Yeah. Um, We are gonna take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to ask you some of the top questions that the internet has about cryptocurrency. Perfect
1: Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut.
0: Back to our podcast. Jenny Back to our podcast. Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you, thank you. Stephen.
1: Thank you for supporting the show.
0: <laughs> okay, we're back, yes. and I have some most popular questions from the internet, but yes. before that, um, someone who we work with on the podcast, who we're, we're very close to, yes. had a question about um, him buying a new desktop computer, and wondering if he should use his old computer because it has a decent GPU to turn into a mining rig.
1: So, my answer to this is always, you have to get ready to, um, this is gonna sound like I'm hating on it, but I'm not. You just have to know um, how it's gonna work. You have to know how much power you're gonna consume, Mm -hmm. and you have to be comfortable with that, because you're probably gonna be paying uh, a little bit more bill. a month for sure. Yeah. Because you're running that thing constantly, um, especially with GPU stuff. So, uh, but, and and a lot of mining right now is really nearing the end of its life cycle as far as the... Um, the value? Well, as far as the way that it's even just being utilized in the crypto space. Mm-hmm. like Like, for example, Proof of Stake is coming. And they've been saying this for a long time, but I think Proof of Stake really is coming soon. Like, it'll be... Here, probably February, mm-hmm. where you are going to be able to, instead of running these GPU farms, where like you know you got a bunch of graphics cards set up, and you are having them process these <laughs> complex equations for you, and you are getting rewarded in in blocks for uh, for whatever crypto you are mining. Um, instead of that, you are going to be just using your tokens to secure the transactions, like I mentioned before and so Ethereum's doing that um, a lot of the a lot of the tokens in the Ethereum space are doing that uh, Bitcoin is going to be doing a version of proof of stake mm-hmm. but I don't know how close they are I'm less familiar with that so it just it, honestly it, it just depends like, like and I, I, all I mean by that is um, there's a, the different Bit- Bitcoin projects that are working on proof of yeah. stake Bitcoin itself is going to be um, proof of work which is the the mining rig stuff so i think that setting up a mining rig that mines bitcoin is a good move um only because you can only mine bitcoin for the next couple of years man and then it's over there's only 20 what some odd million of them and that's all so even owning a part of a bitcoin is i think worth it, it. very worth it yeah uh and that's really all you can buy right now anyway unless you're dropping fucking 10K on a Bitcoin.
0: So it's kind of an investment though because your electric bill is going to go up. Uh, yes. So you have to pay a certain amount. Um,
1: the idea being that like, man, if you could have mined Bitcoin in 2011 when you were, you, don't, you didn't have to use a GPU yet. You were just using whatever your computer was. Yeah. And it was mining you many Bitcoins a day. And God, if you had just kept going and just paid the power bill or what it wasn't even that much then yeah like that's the idea right is that bitcoin is deflationary and so you're going to make money hopefully in the long run because bitcoin's value is going to go up yeah um but then a lot of people get scared by the volatility which is why you know it's a risk reward thing and i think it's a smart move because there's only so many bitcoins in the world and bitcoin's about to be haven't at the end of this year. What's happened? So the amount of Bitcoin that you can mine per day is gonna be cut in half again, which it happens every couple years. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's all basically set up this way uh, as more Bitcoin gets mined, it becomes more difficult to mine a Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. And so the amount that you can get will be lessened. And so usually when that happens, you can almost see a direct correlation to to a price spike. So I think at the end of this year, we're gonna see an interesting huge Bitcoin rally.
0: Well that was one of the top questions is what determines the price of cryptocurrency.
1: Um that's not what determines the price. It's just about current you know, supply and demand and then there's a lot of algorithm bot trading. There's a lot of that out there. That's yeah. why I tell people I tell Julia's boyfriend not to fucking trade crypto. I say buy and hold, buy and hold. Yeah. Because HODL. yeah, you don't know what the fuck is is they're up to. You don't know what the algorithm bots are are doing i'm not a technical analysis guy i don't sit there and look at charts and go i know where this is going Mm. i sit there and i buy and i just hold that's the whole i think move unless you got some inside knowledge that i ain't privy to
0: okay so what about people worried about like because no one's no one's really like liable if your crypto gets stolen yeah right so um, hacking, all the security stuff, where, one of the top questions is where should I store my cryptocurrency?
1: Uh, there's a lot of different things out there. There's a thing called a Trezor wallet. There's a thing called a Ledger Nano S. And they're, they're hardware wallets that let you secure your tokens on the blockchain. Mm-hmm. And then what you have to be careful with is where you keep the keys mm-hmm. uh, to your, so like like each, you, you get like a certain uh, letters and numbers like generated when you create a Bitcoin wallet or Ethereum wallet. And that is your key, right? Mm-hmm. So anybody who has your key can access your coins. Uh, so you have to uh, put that somewhere safe. Uh, or you can keep it on an exchange. But if you keep it on an exchange, you, you really don't own your coins. Yeah. But, okay, to make it really easy for some of you out there who are like, man, I don't want to fucking sit there and figure out a Legend S or a treasure wallet or whatever, um, Coinbase has a thing called custody that they're coming out with. Uh, I think they actually rolled it out already. But you basically can hold your coins on Coinbase. And again, this is really for noobs out there. A lot of crypto people shrug their heads at this shit and they think I'm an asshole even for saying this. But it's just for people like the moms and dads or the people who are like, I don't want to deal with it. I just want to buy it and hold it. Like if you really don't want to deal with it and pay like 60 bucks for a hardware wallet or whatever. You can use Coinbase custody, and they will let you hold your coins on there. You can hold your coins on Coinbase as it is. I think it's FDIC insured up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. But, uh, you know, something could happen. You don't know, like big, uh, Coinbase gets hacked or something, and then who knows what the fuck happens? A lot of so a lot of people in the space don't like to leave it up to an exchange to hold their coins
0: because
1: mm-hmm. the exchange could get raided by the FBI tomorrow, for example, and right. then you're fucked. And you don't even know when you're gonna get your coins if you even do it all. Huh. There's all kinds of shit out there. Like that's why you don't hold your coins unless you hold your keys. That's the old adage.
0: You know what I just thought of, and I don't know if this is already something probably someone thought of already. There's probably a meme out there. I
1: already think whatever it is, it's cute.
0: Okay, I just thought of because you just keep talking about blockchains and coins and blockchains and coins. And I was thinking about Super Mario Brothers, how he hits a block and he gets coins. You think it's related? I think it is. They knew. They predicted they that.
1: predict Mario predicted it. Yeah, Mar- sure. Super Mario or Brother. Or did Mario just make the terms accessible so they're like, okay, when you get a minor block, you get coins.
0: Oh, true. It's a bunch of nerds yeah, that came up with nerds. this. Yeah. yeah,
1: you have to think like like that. That is almost and, and there, certainly the chicken in ch- the like egg. There's like a
0: chain of blocks sometimes. Like I guess you could call that a chain where they're like all together yep. as a chain and then Mario like hits each one and like sometimes many coins come out of one, yep. sometimes only one. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: true genius point
0: yeah anyway uh, i was thinking about that you but, know? but
1: we've been watching a lot of silicon valley so now you know that they probably came up with it because they're fucking nerds and yeah that's they true were playing mario
0: dude i love that show silicon valley it's a great show it makes me feel both smart and dumb at the same time
1: yeah when they talk about certain things i'm like wow i definitely don't know about that shit yeah and that's almost every episode which is great
0: <laughs> totally okay back to cryptocurrency yes um can cryptocurrency become worthless
1: yes and it has um just don't buy the shittiest shit coins out there man there's a bunch of companies out there or even just spawns of bitcoins like for example when bitcoin came out another another copy came out called litecoin that charlie lee he basically just took bitcoin copied the code and called it litecoin rebranded it and said um you know when you have dollars you also need nickels and pennies and, and quarters And he viewed it as another way of transacting in a smaller sense Mm. with the same idea, right?
0: It's like when Huli created Nucleus in Silicon Valley. In
1: Silicon Valley, huge shout out.
0: Huge shout out.
1: So yeah, so it's a a similar idea to that. So he he took that and ran with it, with, with that idea. And there was a value. The space agreed that there was a value to that and it was branded well. And they were like, you know what? Bitcoin, Litecoin would go well with Bitcoin because you can always have smaller transactions happening. Without having, I mean, a lot of you know, some people were paying thousands of dollars in Bitcoin fees a couple of years ago. Wow! Now it's much different because they they've improved it a lot. But years ago, when the Bitcoin network was getting clogged, some some people who were moving serious, serious, serious money were paying crazy fees per month. Wow! And now they're not.
0: What, what's Bitcoin <clears> at <throat> right now?
1: Ten thousand. Oh, okay. But 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 real quick to answer your question, that was an example that worked. Mm-hmm. There are thousands of coins that also got copied off of bitcoin that are worthless i see there's a meme coin called dogecoin that yeah. is not worthless it's actually worth over a billion dollars i think right now out of irony out of irony yeah it's a t- but 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 what is our financial yeah, yeah, system let's exactly. that's how that's the whole meme. like it's of just
0: it. people agreeing that something's worth something exactly yeah and
1: that's what dogecoin is and that's the heart and soul of dogecoin other than um the word wow
0: that's what I think it's is fascinating about the whole space is that you can literally like determine something's value just by agreeing with other people that like yeah
1: And that's all value is in the real world.
0: Right, 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 true.
1: And so that's what's so cool about it. It's almost a parody of our own financial system. And and a big fuck you to them, too, which is super fun for a lot of us.
0: The parody aspect, I think, is what I dig. Because, like, I know value is determined like that in the real world, but, like, I can pick up a physical, tangible item and be like, this water bottle, what does it do for me? Well, it does, it hydrates me throughout the day, makes me keep track of my water, like, it's made out of glass, so it's, like, reusable, and blah, 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 blah. And I can kind of, like, do my own analysis on what I think it's worth to me me in my life yes. and then other people can agree like oh yeah those factors yes um but when you have something like dogecoin mm-hmm. like i don't what can i do with that in my day
1: honestly you can transact with it super quickly anywhere in the world without you, when you permission. say
0: transact though what does that mean i could buy pizza with it
1: some some places will let you do that
0: we'll take dogecoin yeah and in the future, you think more places will take Dogecoin.
1: I think that as these applications get built out, mm-hmm. that the Venmo of crypto is coming. Yeah. And that's what I think Omisego is going to be. But that's my own personal opinion. There's so many of them out there. But I think that Omisego will be like the Venmo of, of uh, crypto where you'll be able to pay for anything anywhere. And it will accept whatever currency in return for whatever currency you want to be paid in.
0: Is that similar to like we accept Visa, MasterCard and not American yes. Express? So, yes. it's, it's kind of more along the lines of a credit card where, or a credit card company where it's like it can be used in any country and it'll convert to that currency, but there's a fee if you're using like an American card in Europe or something like that. Yeah.
1: And there's the fees are arbitrary. The businesses hate them. They're usually paying four, five, 6% depending on where they are in the world. And um, a lot of those businesses will either charge the customer that four or 5% yeah. or they eat it and hate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because they want to stay competitive in their area, maybe somebody else isn't doing that. And so the whole idea is what if you didn't have to do that? What if um, you could secure transactions cheaply because there's no security team who's keeping it all safe and you don't have fucking mainframes of uh, data being housed somewhere that all needs to be protected with cold storage or whatever? Like, what if you didn't need any of that permission? What if you could um, permissionlessly... Um, transact with somebody else you don't need those kinds of fees you could Mm -hmm. charge a minimal fee just for securing the transactions you could charge instead of four percent you charge point four percent and that's the kind of reality that we're looking at with crypto which is super cool Hmm. that's really cool yeah just it'll just it'll just change the whole world for for a lot of people who live their life in the margins
0: okay you mentioned keys earlier and like oh if someone finds your keys like uh, it's bad news yes um what if you just lose your keys?
1: Um, Yeah, same kind of bad news. If you don't have your keys at all, mm-hmm. um, you don't have your coins at all.
0: Oh, so you lose access completely. and there's, there's no way to trace them back.
1: There's probably tens of thousands, if not more, maybe hundreds of thousands of wallets out there that have coins that will never be retrieved. Wow. Because of that. Because of either people dying and never, they never... You know, wrote it down anywhere, or told anybody about it, or they lose it, or they there's there's even more stories, terrible, sad stories of people who had Bitcoin. They had like a couple hundred of them that they mined, like in the first couple of weeks of Bitcoin as a novelty, mm-hmm. just thought it was fun, cool thing that they were doing, and they kind of stopped doing it. They threw away that computer. And that thing has 500 bitcoins on it, which is worth millions and millions of dollars. Okay,
0: so that that makes me think of a question that is like, okay, if there's only a finite, like, source of Bitcoin, right? So there's only like, let's say, a million or whatever, whatever whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Let's say a million, just for the analogy. There's 22 million. Okay, or 21 million. So when it gets to the point, because the way the dollar works is like. Uh, People go and spend that those dollars. If you lose a hundred dollar bill, yeah, it's gone forever for you. But someone else can pick that hundred dollar bill up, put it back into the economy. Sure. So if you lose those bitcoins, like let's say someone had like fifty thousand bitcoins uh, on a thing and they don't have, no one has access to it anymore. um, What if eventually, like it, you know those those things aren't cycling back into the space? Like what what's gonna happen? It
1: makes Bitcoin more scarce, which makes your Bitcoin go up.
0: Yeah, but like in value. But
1: think think about it like this. There's slippage already in the financial system uh-huh. where like you you like you said, you know, um, a ship sinks and there's, you know, $1,000 in there or whatever and they don't retrieve it or it's unretrievable or it's not worth the money to go get it. That money isn't per se taken out of the economy because that money gets replenished by the Fed or, or whatever country that you're in. They have their own way of printing money. In Bitcoin's case, yeah. it's an actual like like take it like gold right where you can only mine a certain amount on earth and there's only going to be that that amount of, of gold you're not going to be able to make more What's, and so when that ship goes down the the value of gold does go up
0: but see that's what i have a question about is that so we created dollars yes. to like be because you know gold's running out or whatever so we're going to create dollars and you can at any time exchange that for gold or you know silver or whatever it was mm-hmm. and then Now, you can't because we printed so many dollars. Um, So, like, do you think that'll happen with Bitcoin? Like, if there is a loss of a bunch of Bitcoin and then there's only so much left, do you think there'll be something else created that'll just take us right back to the dollar again?
1: No, because I think there's already smaller... Like, for example, if Bitcoin was at a million dollars each, right, which is a meme, I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but... Let's say it was a million dollars each, which is truly scarce. Yeah. Right? There's only twenty-two million of them. There's only and they're worth a million dollars each.
0: Okay.
1: Nobody's gonna really use like you're gonna use like pieces of Bitcoin maybe to pay for things, and you can you can split a Bitcoin up like a million times. Mm. But the point is, is that I think a lot of people will probably be using Litecoin or or some other smaller denomination of of a crypto instead of Bitcoin because it's just they want to keep their Bitcoin because they feel it's very valuable, right? I see. That, that's the difference between that and the dollar too. Plus, you can take a Bitcoin right now and send it anywhere in the whole world. You can't do that with a dollar. You have to go sign up for an account somewhere, make sure that they have permission to do business with you. Mm-hmm. You, have to, you, you can't just go into any country and use their money immediately, right? Like what happens when you step off the plane when you get into a new country? You gotta go give them a higher percentage of whatever money you're using just to get their money because you're paying them on the spot To get their money. And so you're kind of getting dicked that way. What if you didn't have to do that at all?
0: I have a question. When you buy a Bitcoin, do you get like um, an avatar of that Bitcoin that's like a sparkly diamond looking thing?
1: I'm sorry you do not.
0: Because they should do that. Because they have
1: some of that. There's a Dodgers bobblehead that came out like in 2017. Yeah. And it was a completely digital bobblehead that appeared on the Ethereum blockchain. So like anyone who went to that Dodger game, Uh They got a code for it and they could redeem it and re- receive that bobblehead in their digital Ethereum wallet.
0: Yeah. So like...
1: So it's the same idea and they could see it there.
0: Because here's my thing the gimmick. is like with gold, I'm like, if I keep my gold, I can go look at my gold you can. and it makes me feel good because I'm like, oh, I have this shiny thing that's worth a lot of money. True. But if I have like a Bitcoin, even if it's worth a million dollars, like if I don't get to see what a million dollars looks like, like in a like a visual format. I don't know. Like I think that I think someone could make money creating a company that like visualizes the worth I, of your bitcoin.
1: Listen. <laughs> as you're saying this, I'm sure somebody's yelling. It already exists. It's this thing. Probably. There's so many things out there.
0: I'm just, you know, like, like sparkly things like I mean
1: there, I've seen some uh, UI user interfaces out there for different like, projects give me a shimmery, that have that like, kind of thing.
0: Give me a shimmery gif. I don't give a fuck. But it's
1: not real huh? It's not that's part not of it.
0: What's well, not real? Oh, I see. Yeah,
1: it's just some gimmick that they, they built on the back end. No,
0: I want a real gimmick, like <laughs> a real one that's like, okay, so you know how people go nuts over like badges? Like if you go into like Twitch or, you know, those mm-hmm. um, live streams where like people, you know, you earn a certain badge and then your color get, like when you write your font, it shows up a different color than other people's colors. And it's like really cool because you feel like, Ooh, I earned this thing yeah. right and so like when you have this bitcoin like i i feel like like a, a gimmick that actually works really well in marketing and it just because the general population op- operates this way on this like status level right when you like can see status on somebody like you can, when someone has gold you can see gold chains on them yes. you can see gold yes. you can't see like the bitcoin and i think that People that become rich, eventually, like really rich, off of Bitcoin, like they're gonna want a way to like be a little flashy about it. I get it. So they should at least have like something that they could put on display an I'll avatar. Tell them. Or, I just want to work this I'll from tell Mr. Bitcoin, uh, please, Mr. Yeah. Satoshi Akamakamoto, whatever yeah. his name Akamaka. is. Akamakas. Yeah. <laughs> That's just an idea. That's just a. I think it's a. a one that, I totally understand that, it.
1: And the, the, it definitely exists out there. Like I've seen many wallets that have that sort of thing. You can see like a little gold coin in the corner. Of the but like screen. you
0: know, I've I used to work at a fancy restaurant co- mm-hmm. cocktail bar, and uh, it was like a celebrities and like producers and stuff, and. A lot of them, but like, okay, a lot of them had this, but they always thought it was like dope as shit. Like they the thought they card. were, the, yeah, the Amex black yep. card. Yep. Cause it's fucking heavy. Yeah. It's metal. It's black. So, Not a lot of people are allowed in this club. Yep. You know, it's like the Ferrari of fucking credit cards. Yep. And it's like a pretty cool thing Super to like cool. to drop on a check. Right. And so...
1: You can hear that clink, I bet. Yeah,
0: that so culture, food. that like, you know, that Douche rich... Ri- yeah, the well, yeah, douchey, rich people keeping up with the Joneses type of culture. Like, when you get to a level of that amount of wealth, there's like a lot of that... No doubt. ...that goes on where it's like a status thing. I just think that... I, I don't know where I'm going with it. Like, I'm not going to make it. I definitely <laughs> but, know where you're but going with I'm, it. am I'm just saying, like you know people like to have a little symbol of like hey i did this you I know like i, totally I, I mined bitcoin back in 2011 and that's why i get the freaking platinum <laughs> avatar you know <laughs> sure that's tight yeah just a little that's just a little I'll, thing i'll I'll, you could recommend recommend that.
1: I'll take it to the board
0: yeah you could take that out there whoever you, whoever's listening if that's you right. like know all this tech if you're a silicon valley nerd and you know how to do that i buy it
1: like i said they're probably already doing it that.
0: makes it so much more enticing i
1: told you about crypto kitties right CryptoKitties? No. Okay, CryptoKitties is an Ethereum-based project that basically clogged the Ethereum network a year and a half ago because it was like a huge sensation. People, um, so, you, so every crypto has a unique code to it, like mm-hmm. a unique signature, right? Yeah. And part of Crypto Kitties is that the unique signature is attributable to what you're talking about. You can see a visual representation of yeah. that code as like a different kind of kitty.
0: Oh my God. See, So And they're,
1: they're tradable and when you trade it with somebody else, mm-hmm. it um, you can also mutate them. And so every time I trade.
0: So you can get like a unicorn horn or something like that?
1: Exactly, and every time you trade it, it changes a little bit. Mm. I think in some of them. Yeah. But it's super, because the code changes, right? Right, yeah. Because that way, change. otherwise, I would be able to get my coin back every time, like if I send it to you, say. But mm-hmm. there's, it It constantly gets generated and added to, like how DNA gets added to. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, you, there's so many different combinations tail. of kitties out there and shit. And there's some kitties that I, I saw that were worth like 40 grand.
0: Wow. It's like the new Beanie Babies. Yep. You know, I am so glad that that was the definition of crypto kitties because that's what, I would go to, yep. but also it could have been a word that objectifies women who go after after people Good with large point. sums of cryptocurrencies. Good point. It's like, oh, is she a crypto kitty? Oh, yeah.
1: That's just She's a wife. A crypto kitty. <laughs> That's, I read some horror stories about this shit, man.
0: I'm not that. I know that. Well, that's. I, not just a wife then, because true. I'm not that. That's I'm not a crypto sure. kitty. You're definitely
1: not a crypto kitty.
0: Although that's a tight nickname. If I was no. like, <laughs> I wish I was. <laughs> I
1: like how you made it. You now made it crypto kitty. a fucking <laughs> m- bitch! If who someone's is with you, someone's if
0: someone's with you for your crypto, that's, right. that's a crypto
1: kitty. <laughs> now it is.
0: <laughs> like they have lot lizards. You heard of that? No. It's women that that like come around and they fuck uh, truckers that are at the, at the rest stops.
1: What do they get for that?
0: Like, I don't know. Some of them I think are prostitutes. Oh, they're, I see. Well, I think they're probably mostly prostitutes. Right. I don't think they just go around for freeze.
1: Do they know the truckers don't own the trucks in many cases?
0: I don't think they're there for the trucks. I, I think they're there for money. Okay. Yeah.
1: You don't think they're there so they can hear them? Like, the Coca
0: Cola truck. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Swag. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, no, but I think that's funny. They're called lot lizards, you know?
1: I never even heard of that. That's so cool. And
0: then like, you know, older women who are going after younger guys. That's
1: such a good term, lot lizard. Yeah. That sounds like a trashy person. I love it.
0: Yeah. So like the older women going after younger guys are cougars, you know? Oh, for sure. You know, you've heard that. So I always feel like they get assigned an animal name. Yeah. So, crypto kitties.
1: I like it. I was like, it could go, it could so there you person. go. There's your crypto. There's your idea. It's visualized. You can look at it on your phone, and it's a an like, unique oh, kitty that you, nobody else can where'd own. Where'd
0: you get that uh, r- bracelet? Oh, that girl's a crypto kitty.
1: <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, no, that is my idea. I like that. Yeah. That's great. I mean, I personally like it more because it's cats, and I'm a cat person, and I like that. Yep. But, um, it's perfectly branded. But I'm thinking, like, what's the Rolex version of it for, like, that, you know, because, like, big balling douchey dudes they're not going to be like well did you see my crypto kitty (laughs) you know there's
1: some coins out there that there's the they only did a token supply of like 20 of them say and then they you know it's the same kind of thing where it's like a douchey coin and like shared with their buddies and they somehow spiked the value by doing bullshit volume purchases and like they basically drove it up like thousands of percentages a day and then made a bunch of people FOMO and try to buy it and then they dump on their heads. Like there's a lot of that shit out there. So just be careful what you're buying out there. <laughs> like don't just don't just buy anything. Like go go check this shit out and read about this yeah, shit. Yeah, there's a
0: lot of pyramid scheme um, yes. coins too. Yes.
1: But then some people say Bitcoin is a pyramid scheme.
0: Uh, well, so is capitalism. Thank you. Um so we're actually coming to the end of our episode, which that kinda went fast at the second half there. Yeah. Um what is like as I guess your final thoughts, like what What's your final advice or thought to people out there who are interested in cryptocurrency?
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, just like Nikki was mentioning her water bottle before, like she has a water bottle and she knows what it's worth and she can what she can do with it and how valuable it is to her. I don't think people realize how, like, with the water bottle, that's Bitcoin, Ethereum, all these different currencies. I don't think people realize what's about to happen to the world financial system as a result of this shit. And I think even myself, I think a lot of it is going to change in such a huge monumental way. Like a lot of people who can't even have access to banking systems out there are going to get like incorporated into their economies and into really just a global economy that's going to, I think almost be like the internet of money, which is what a lot of people say about Bitcoin and Ethereum. Uh, so I, I think that a lot of the, you know, Nikki's water bottle references, we don't even know what's on this fucking water bottle, It's Swiss army knife that's, that's coming. Like, it's going to be I always thought they really should add that
0: cool. to water bottles. Right? Because then I wouldn't have to carry a mace along with my water bottle on my walk.
1: True. <laughs> we'll get you a mace, um, water bottle mace holder. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you bet.
0: I appreciate it. Yeah. I don't really have really a, a final thought that's advice because- I don't know that much other other than my final thought being, you know, find somebody that um, knows about cryptocurrency and then marry them and be a crypto kitty. That's smart.
1: Yeah, that's really smart.
0: Mm-hmm. That's that was my five year plan.
1: And I also think, <laughs> be ask questions, man. Like, um, really dig into the stuff because you, it's you're still early. I know everyone always thinks like, oh my god, I missed it. I, oh, I could have bought a Bitcoin for a hundred. I put. A, could have put 100 bucks in a Bitcoin in 2012 and I'd be a millionaire dude I do that about
0: Google so back when I was learning about stocks and investing and stuff yeah uh, it was back like right before Google really like blew up and it was between getting stocks of Google or getting stocks of bebe the mm-hmm. clothing yep place and I chose bebe you sure did I did triple my money <laughs> at the time hey, which tight. was cool I tripled it in like three months but it's huge.
1: Google <laughs> A little have, bit more. You would have got a little bit more. Would
0: have paid out know, quite a bit more. Yep. Quite a bit more. True. Maybe we could have, uh, yeah, maybe we could have supplemented some some projects that we tried to get done. No doubt. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this is, I see that, I, I get that. Like, because you can still invest in Google or, you yes. know, and these companies all, and-
1: It's all still new, man. Nobody yeah. even knows about this shit yet. If you look in worldwide, the amount of people that own crypto, it's not even 5% of the world owns it yet. So yeah. it's still so early and- Uh, A lot of the scaling solutions for crypto are coming really soon. They've been saying that forever, but they think they're actually coming. And when I say scaling, I mean that you're going to be able to do massive, massive, massive amounts of transactions, like, permissionlessly. Um, And you're going to be able to exit, um, like, taking your funds out quickly as well. Like, that's all coming so soon. Like, I think right now Visa does, like, 14,000 transactions a second or something like that. I think crypto is... um, in the forty to sixty range right now, of transactions a second. So that's all about to change big time. Yeah, Uh and it's going to be very interesting how all that gets rolled out. Cool. So it's still early. So, so if you if you have and,
0: vision, it's not too late.
1: That's right. And it's not this not financial advice. I'm just telling you what I have done, and uh, I just love all this shit. I'm it's my hobby. I, I'm so utterly fascinated by it and by what it could do for the world. So.
0: Yeah, I think people just don't take the time to look into it until, you know, it's until it's widely accepted everywhere. Well, they
1: read some fucking CNBC article about how it it was used to purchase uh, you know, weapons or drugs or something and they're like, "Oh, see, it's just a Bitcoins just a drug thing." And I'm like, "Man, that that is not what this stuff is." Yeah. And if you look around the world in the way that it's being used to just to help pay put put meals on people's tables and shit, like be, because people are sending money from other countries to their families, uh, without spending crazy like amounts and fees, like it's already a great thing. Like, just wait till to see what happens next, man.
0: Yeah. All right, well, awesome. Thanks, Steve, for taking Any time, send taking over any this questions
1: episode. about crypto to Yeah, and
0: also uh, send us your number one tip for time management. Just one, don't yes. write me a whole essay, but just like one tip that's really saved your ass when it comes to time management so that we can share it with the group and we can all learn from it. Specifically, maybe Nikki can learn from it. Thank you for watching and listening.
1: We'll see we'll you guys see next you time. later.
0: Podcast at nikki.limo.
1: Please rate us. It helps a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. Do that. Yeah. And check out our Patreon. All the links are in the description. Yay. See you next time. Bye.